searching look at Mr. Charlton. But neither Ma nor Charlie seemed to think it was anything he ought to know about, and Ma went on moodily prodding at sizzling mushrooms, and Mr. Charlton with the times. She needs a change, Ma said. Ought to have a holiday. Weather's getting there down. Soon clear up, Pop said. You'll see. Be perfect by midday. Beautiful. Don't you believe it, Ma said. It's one of them Julys. I've seen them before. They never get right. By the time you get into August, it's like they have in India. What are they called, Charlie, them things? Monsoons, Mr. Charlton said. That's it. Ma, with a gesture of unaccustomed impatience, threw four more links of sausage into the frying pan. I don't know as I shan't be screeching for a holiday myself if this lot goes on. The sausages hit the frying pan with the sound of red-hot irons plunging into freezing water, and immediately little Oscar began to cry. Pop rushed at once to pick him up, but Ma said breakfast was ready, and began to serve the first of the bacon, the sausages, the fried bread, and the mushrooms to Mr. Charlton, who was still deep in the times. "'I know what he wants,' Pop said. "'He wants his morning Guinness.' "'Well, you'll have to wait for his Guinness, that's all,' Ma said, "'like other folks do.' Oscar cried out plaintively again, and Pop asked with some concern if he shouldn't give him a piece of fried bread to be going on with. Ma said, "'Not on your Nelly,' in a voice very near to severity. It wouldn't hurt him to cry for a bit, and in any case, he'd have to learn to be patient. You had to learn to be patient in this world. Anyway, sometimes.' "'He wants his drop of Guinness,' Pop said. "'I know.' Mr. Charlton, who had heard nothing of this conversation, folded the times into quarter-page size, then suddenly pointed to a picture in it, and said that that was a most extraordinary thing. What is? Pop said. One in a drop of Mars Guinness? Pop laughed uproariously, as if in fact it was. How many sausages, Pop? Ma said. Four? Shall I do you a couple of eggs before I sit down? Pop said five sausages, and he would manage with two eggs. What's extraordinary? Ma said. This picture, Mr. Charlton said. It's a picture of a little place called Saint-Pierre-le-Port. I used to go and spend every summer holiday there when I was a boy. My aunt and uncle used to take me. Let's have a look, Ma said. This is the actual view I used to see from my bedroom window. The actual view, here, along the quay. Seaside? On the Atlantic. The sea goes out for miles at low tide, and you can paddle on lovely warm sand, and there's a funny little train comes from somewhere inland and goes trundling from place to place along the coast. Mr. Charlton had forgotten sausages, bacon, fried bread and mushrooms, and even the cries of Oscar, in a delicious ecstasy of recollection. Oh, I hope they haven't done away with that train. I loved that little train. That train is France for me. Pop, open-mouthed, stopped biting sausage and looked completely startled at the word France, as if it was something he had never heard of before. France? You went abroad? he said. For your holidays? Didn't your Pop and Ma want you? I lost them both when I was six. Mr. Charlton said. I think I told you. At this moment Oscar started to cry again, and Ma said she would switch on the radio to soothe him down. She turned the switch, and the blue Danube bellowed out at full blast. Uncle Arthur and Aunt Edna adored France, Mr. Charlton said. I think they loved it even more than England. They went so often in the end you'd have taken them for French, especially Uncle Arthur. In a low voice Pop asked Mr. Charlton to pass him the mustard, 
he could think of nothing else to say. It brings it all back, Mr. Charlton said. That picture in the Times. Pop, still submerged in disbelief at the astonishing course of the conversation, now became aware of another remarkable thing. Ma was not eating breakfast. Ma? You're not having anything, he said. What's up? Ma got up from the breakfast table. Oscar was crying more loudly than ever, undrowned by the blue Danube. Not very peckish, Ma said. Think I'll give Oscar his first. Perhaps I'll feel better after that. I'm so? Terrible. What's up with everybody? Everybody looks pale round the gills. Without speaking, Ma, who did indeed feel pale round the gills, went over to the pram and picked up little Oscar, who belched sharply and stopped crying immediately. Then she kissed him softly in the nape of his neck and sat down again at the table at the same time undoing.